You want to get in the game, Fred? You could use some exercise around the infield there. Hello, and welcome to episode 82 of Under the Cowl of MS. It's a little quote from the Flintstones. If you haven't figured that one out. All right. Speaking of Flintstones, we're going to start out talking about a DC Comics Hanna-Barbera crossover type comic that came out called Booster Gold and the Flintstones. I uh, bought this because of the cover. And I wanted to, it's all red cover, so that's why I picked it up. And I was kind of curious about what they did with the Flintstones crossover. But welcome to the 25th century, where the earth is a populated post-industrial nightmare. Most animals are extinct and reptilian aliens are invading cities across the planet. In their time of need, the world's citizens turn to the time-traveling booster gold. Save the day. To learn why these aliens are seeking revenge, Booster dives deep into the prehistoric past to see what happened the last time they hit the planet. In this bygone era, Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble must help Booster learn the truth and return to his own time armed with the information that will bring down the invaders. If Booster can convince them to help him, no problem. We all know how persuasive Booster can be, right? Right? And in the backup feature starring the Jetsons, in a new twist on an old twist about our future, Jetsons live in a world of robotics and gadgetry. But how does dying change How does dying change when grandma's brain can be digitally imprinted onto a house cleaning robot? This is a very strange look at first to looking into these characters. I, from reading this, I'm not a big fan of Booster Gold. I don't know. I'll check out other items of his down the road I'm sure but this guy's kind of a looney tunes in his own way uh, Fred and Barney and the gang run into him and he basically they're they, mechan- they try and help fix his mechanical issues that he has from his time traveling machines and stuff which is kind of Interesting how they can fix the future technology up and stuff like that, but like it says, they got to deal with future issues that date back to the past, and I don't really want to give away what the doofus booster does to cause certain issues and how the outcomes, what happens with the outcomes in the future, but. It was an interesting read. If you like Booster Gold, I'm sure you'll like this comic. Uh, but like I said, this is my first introduction to Booster, so yeah, I can take him or leave him. We'll see what the future has to offer. But the surprising one was uh, 
little uh, futuristic current times adaptation look at whatever of the Jetsons which like the little synopsis mentions they go into the process of death and you get to find out more about how Rosie the robot is becomes part of the family and it's unique. It's interesting. It's uh, I like the whole concept conception that they did with the Jetsons. And I, it explains more. You know, it's like if you're a fan of the Jetsons cartoon back in the past, they never really. I don't remember them ever really giving us a synopsis of what happened, why we were floating around in the sky, living in out in space, and instead of living on a planet and stuff. But here. This lets you know and gets you the gets you the beginning of the whole uh, family and the show and stuff. So you get to understand more why they're there, what's going on, and what's happening. Don't get to see their boy Elroy <laughs> or the dog. I don't don't remember seeing anything with them in here. But this was just a quick little short at the back of the comic. It was only a few pages long, but it was fun. It was interesting and definitely gave you a nice little look into the Jetsons and the Flintstones. I, I am, I'd read more about that too. So, see what the what I find in the future. I haven't looked to see what else they came out with on there on those type of things, but I'm sure they have more things out there with crossovers related to the. Them since they've been doing a lot of the Hanna Barbera crossovers in the DC universe. But then I got Inkblot number four in the mail, and I'm still I don't know. In time, in the time of ancient Egypt, sorcerers roamed the sands in search of the end of the earth. Lost, they turned to an ancient monster monster to be their guide, and it's more of the whole people hating the cat, people complaining about the cat. And, and we got a cat fixed God type creature that appears in this issue. Uh, <laughs> they're just constantly throwing the cat around, yelling at the cat, just blaming everything on the cat himself and it's like the captain from what i seen i don't know other people apparently see these comics totally different than i do i don't know where why i'm seeing it differently i'd love to hear other people's opinions you can write in don't forget kevin the kevin the duck pool at gmail.com uh i just I still see it that it's just a cat that can open up these dimensions and stuff. It's time travel. And, well, it's not really time travel. It stays in the same time space and just moves them around. But yeah, it just, this cat has special powers and does his things, but I don't see him being the evil one. I see everybody around him being the evil person. And then we also go back to the, girl from the 
first issue in the library and I mean there's a girl traveling with them in the group that I'm assu I assumed was the girl from the library but yeah I just <laughs> I just don't see where the cat's the bad one in his pictures I see it everybody else around the cat being the evil one and they're constantly yelling at the poor thing and just throwing around torture <laughs> I don't know it's I'm still enjoying the story I'm still going to keep reading it and hopefully down the line I'll be proven wrong and showing what the whole idea of the comic run was supposed to be but I take it more as the cat's trying to help people out. They're just not accepting of it, and they're just, they're getting what they deserve because they're not listening to the cat. And he keeps telling, talking to him. He's going around, meow, meow, meow. One listen, so. We'll see what the future has to offer. It's still a fun run, so if you like that type of thing, check it out. Up with it, Ink Block from Image. That was number four. Not sure how many issues that run's going to end up being total, but I got this little freebie comic, Kirby Genesis. Uh, in 1971, this is the one I got was number zero. Uh, in 1971, NASA launched Space Probe Pioneer 10 for a mission on Jupiter, but the probe later found a portal that drove it across the universe at light speed. The event was witnessed through a telescope by Kirby Freeman, a smart young student from New York City who lives with his college partner and secret romantic interest, Bobby Cortez, whose father, Jake, is a police officer. Sometime later, two mysterious beings transported alien races across the universe, so Kirby, Bobby, and Jake must work together to solve the mystery. These heroes are on Earth before a group of villains threaten to destroy it. Uh, this zero issue talks about how they put drawings on the uh, Pioneer 10 and space probe and talks about how and you find out more stuff about how Kirby Kirby in the Jack Kirby that is in his childhood there was an actual contest and stuff and he did send in a picture you get to see the picture they sent in for the probe but it wasn't accepted it they used something else they build the story around that, and it's very interesting how, and I wish the probe would have went as far as this probe did in the story, our original probe, but uh, yeah, it's it's fun look at that, what could happen if you send something off into space, and you never know who's going to answer it, so if you're going to be dumb enough to do that, you got to prepare yourself for the consequences. And, of course, us humans were definitely dumb enough because we have sent stuff into space apparently over and over that has stuff that has uh, recordings and videos and 
pitchers and all that kinds of stuff that we've just launched into the netherworld to land in whoever's hands it may land if there is any hands out there but i'm sure we're not the only living beings on a tiny little planet in the center of billions and billions of other planets that are in billions of billions of other galaxies who knows what our future will bring <laughs> but this story might give us a little idea it's definitely was fun it was just short short thing and it has some nice artwork in the back and stuff like that i don't know where i just assuming one of the comic shops i stopped at threw it in my bag and that's how i ended up with it or something like that yep check that uh kirby genesis run out if if that catches your interest and then i checked out uh Perhapanots, the Perhapanots, annual number one. Again, because of a Mike and Laura all red cover. I bought this, but I also was curious about this because I seen but a cover with a bunch of little uh, little creatures on it that just caught my eye, and I wanted to know more. And I was thinking the Perhapanots were those creatures. Well, no, it's more of a variety of characters. It's, there are places in this world where the fabric of reality has worn thin, where strange and terrible creatures have crossed over to lurk in the shadows and the night. There is an organization dedicated to finding these creatures and sending them back whence they came, sealing the rift behind them and maintaining the integrity of those borders organization is called Bedlam. Its agents are the Perhapanots. And it's like... Yeah, five characters that are part of the team. One's like a big uh, Yeti-type Sasquatch character. And there's three human characters. One's a ghost. Uh, and the other two have their powers. And then there's two... Troopy, which is a Chupacabra character, which is what was on one of those other covers that caught my eyes, but I haven't read it yet. But, uh, all these characters work together as a team to take down whatever forces of evil come their way. And this one, you got like a giant Jersey Devil type character that gets summoned up and they have to hunt it down and figure out who brought it, why it's there, what's going on. And it's an interesting, intriguing story. It's I like like the one character big is a Sasquatch. He was captured years ago by Bedlam, subjected to an experimental evolving device which he soon began demonstrating an incredible intellect to match his already daunting strength. He's a big, huge character, and you would think big and dumb, but no, he's highly in intelligent, and he's a Buddhist and a pacifist. Uh, so it's fun to see his character, how he works through here. And the ghost character is fun to 
check out. Yeah, it's it's an interesting collection of characters dealing with the paranormals and the demons and all that stuff. So it's done by Image Comics. If all else fails, just get the all red cover for your collection to check that out. But yeah, more and more things I've bought for the covers. <laughs> Anything else? Speaking of which, this one I picked up because uh, I was looking out for some artwork done by a person, a lady called Takisoma, and this was a variant cover that she did. She just did the cover artwork. She's not part of the storyline or anything. This is uh, Pearl number 11 from Jinx World. And it's done by Brian Michael Bendis and Michael Gagos. Uh, the storyline didn't grab me, but it's issue number 11, so I'd have to read more into it. But apparently, uh, it's based off this female tattooist. And she's also a badass with weapons, a killer, a great shot with pistols and stuff. Uh, you're dealing with the Yakuza, Yakuza in here. So it's a tight Yakuza style story. The artwork is more of a gangster style artwork, darker, but the cover done by it. Taki Soma is just a beautiful cover with the dragon etchings and stuff behind the female's head. And it gives you that whole tattooist uh, flash type work, artwork in the background. Just basically basic tattooist outlines and stuff. Storyline, I just I was thrown off. I didn't I didn't read any of the early ones, so I don't know much about it. So check that out if you're interested in the Yakuza and tattooist and stuff like that. Uh that's it for our comics this time of year. We deal with our fatigue amping up, many of us do because of the cold weather if you're living in the northern states. Uh just dealing with the holidays and all the season changing and all the stuff with the COVID and everything else. So when you're discussing fatigue, somebody might say everybody gets tired. Then you have to explain that it's not the same, that fatigue isn't simply being sleepy, overworked, or from lack of rest. Or fatigue is more like narcolepsy and can hit at any time, sometimes requiring that we sleep more than more than our cats uh, or dogs. But ghostly tingling symptoms sometimes return and it can be frightening. Sometimes what we don't want to hear is someone saying, oh, that happens to me all the time. And, must have just slept on it wrong or something like that. Often adding something juvenile like, don't be a su don't be such a baby. 
even doctors have such attitudes. It must be something else or whatever. No, it mustn't. Be quiet. Just listen to us. Don't try to explain it away. All our issues are... I've had these issues in their minor forms in my ch- in my younger days. These are nothing like anything you feel normally. These are because of our chronic symptoms and stuff. Screw what people think, our numbness, our fatigue, our pains, all that. But things that we can do is just work on our diets, work on some exercise and stuff like that. And I know I'm talking about exercise and diet a lot, but that's because this time of year everybody does it. And around the new year, they change their routines and try different things. So I like to keep putting things out there. One thing you hear about, you've heard about for years, the cucumber diet, how it's so healthy and good for you. It's short term and promises quick weight loss and stuff. But basically the cucumber diet aids short term weight loss by restricting your calorie intake. But the diet is lacking in nutrients, extremely restrictive and ultimately unsustainable. So it's just another one of those things where you're gonna drain your body trying to do it. It's like just add cucumbers to your normal diet and routine cucumber water if you want to get away from any sodas and stuff like that sit there and just do a cucumber diet or the the grapefruit diet and there's been so many over the years and you're missing other nutrients that you need from other things look in other good foods i mean foods that are almost zero in calories that you can eat apples are excellent for it it's all they're always good for you no matter what arugula nice dark leafy greens asparagus is great for you beets are a super food it's like i said in the past i like dicing them up throwing them in my meatloaf a lot of these things if you don't like them Use them inside other ingredients so it takes the taste and texture or whatever that's bothering you away. Broccoli, simple, easy to use in so many things. Soups, meals, it's on its own, cooked, raw, whatever. Broths, I love making a, making broth just for something to sip on or whatever. I mean, bone broth is super healthy for us. You can just pick up your bones at your meat market. Even your meat market guy will tell you the best way to make it into a nice broth, and he'll help you with that. Just ask him. Brussels sprouts are good. but I started cooking some Brussels sprouts, but before that, the only way I got my Brussels sprouts was in my brandy old-fashioned suite. I love pickled Brussels sprouts in there. Uh People down south won't understand that reference, probably because old fashions are more our northern territory. But cabbage is great for you. Cabbage soups and stuff are great ways for weight loss if you want. Carrots are great for us. Cauliflower, celery, chard, lots of good leafy greens, clementines. And if you want something sweet that has a nice pack of vitamin C and stuff, just uh, have a clementine. They're just like a little sugar bomb tasting. They're sweet, taste good, help crave that craving. Help. You got cucumbers, your fennel. 
I like going with like fennel seed and stuff. I I'm not big on the licorice taste, so I have a couple of fennel recipes I plan on trying this coming year yet. But I still haven't got one that just uses it other than fennel seeds themselves. Uh, garlic, I like throwing that in just about anything. Grapefruit's good for you, but watch it. And you gotta watch anything you eat and stuff. But grapefruit is one if you have any type of a lot of the heart medications will not allow you cannot have grapefruit with them. I know and I've had it in the past. I had pills that had grapefruit extract in them and I didn't know that. And I took them with my heart pills and it caused me to have a bunch of issues. So careful with that. Talk to your doctor if you're on anything weird. Iceberg lettuce. Uh, it's very watery. I personally prefer romaine lettuce. It's got more vitamins and stuff in it for you. Jicama. It's kind of like a white potato. I've never used that yet, but I plan. I'd like to try it out. Kale, I've tried. Again, that's something I got. I've tried it so many different ways. Kale chips aren't bad. If they're nice and crispy, they suck if they're soggy. I baked kale leaves in those again. Crispier ones are all right, but cook them with some sea salt and stuff. Bake them on a pan. But you definitely want to crisp them up. Uh, there again, it's probably best just to make meatloaves or something like that. It just kill, kills the taste. Don't dice it up and throw it in there. Lemons and limes. I eat lemons. A lot with, well, of course, my alcohol, with my tequila. I, my, I, when I have tequila at night, I basically drink the juice of probably one giant, one to one and a half giant lemons or like two to three smaller lemons. Uh, white mushrooms, all mushrooms are good. I, well, not all, but. Most mushrooms are good. Borea, onions, peppers, papaya. I don't really use the fresh papaya. Papaya, I'll usually get the pills for the chewables or whatever. Get the papaya enzyme nutrients. Uh, same with stuff like turmeric. Just so nasty tasting. If you don't have a good recipe for it and stuff, you're just better off getting the capsule. Radishes, romaine lettuce, rutabagas, rutabaga, strawberries, spinach, sugar snap peas, tomatoes, turnips, watercress, watermelon, zucchini, uh, coffee, herbal teas, water, definitely. Uh, carbonated water, if you need something that gives you that little sort of fizz. Herbs and spices, you just use them to get rid of any bad taste or anything. There's a ton of delicious foods that are low in calorie. Most of them are fruits and veggies that also contain nutrients that benefit us. Eating a variety of these foods will provide you with plenty of nutrients, fill you up, and help you out but try those things and 
yoga. So I, I still promote DDP yoga, Diamond Dale's page, not your mama's yoga. It's more of a res- resistance strength, strengthening yoga. There is also like I angered, I anger yoga, which is, uh, a style that often makes use of props such as belts, blocks, blankets, chairs, whatever. So you can perform moves that you can't, may not be able to perform with your balance and balancing issues and stuff like that. So you can always try those different things out and look into the different, like I said in the past, the videos you can find on Amazon and stuff like that, YouTube. There's tons of different workout videos you can get for free and things you can do without going to a gym or without having a ton of equipment in your home. So try those out, see what you can do. Hopefully you'll have a happier, healthier new year and feel a little bit better and be able to fight some of the issues that our bodies are causing. Other than that, I will see you again for sure probably Thursday. But if not, I will probably try and get something out maybe even tomorrow, see what the day has to offer. We got a snowstorm headed our way and it's wonderful Wisconsin weather. So yeah, be good. Be good to everybody else. Be good to yourself. And we'll talk to you soon.